Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This, this is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you When I go out Yeah, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you If I get drunk Well, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who gets drunk next to you And if I heaver Yeah, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who's heavering to you But I will walk 500 miles an hour And welcome everybody, Bob Stoffer joining you from the 630 Chad Studios. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Trusted by 630 Chad, visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more. Digitex.ca. We open up with the Proclaimers. They are in town tonight at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Tickets still available, Ticketmaster.ca. And the River Cree has Steve Earl and the Dukes, the 30th anniversary, Copperhead Road, September 23rd. River Cree, of course, brings us Elliot Friedman every Friday on Oilers Now and also your Oilers Now hotline. Jam-packed show for you coming up. Uh, we will hear some comments from Connor McDavid. Oilers uh, training camp open today down at Rogers Place. Now, just to set the record straight, medicals, physicals, and then the assembled media horde down at uh, Rogers Place. A uh, couple clips from Connor McDavid, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. will also replay something from Craig Simpson on yesterday's edition of Oilers Now. 12.35 today. Louis DeBrus from NHL Hockey on Rogers and Hockey Night in Canada. He will join us. 105, another former NHL tough guy now with the Washington Capitals broadcast, Al May. And he's going to have some interesting thoughts on Alex Chieson. A player that has come in on a PTO, six foot four, right shot forward, and how he won El May over with his play last year with the Capitals. And at 135, John Shannon, who was part of events down in Red Deer yesterday with us. Uh, John, who uh, will have an interview coming up today on Sportsnet with uh, Oilers President General Manager Peter Chiarelli. Uh, John Shannon will join us at 135. We mentioned the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Uh, you can text us on our Westlock Ford. 
line at 630-630. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out the great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter. Show Twitter account at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally at Bob underscore Stafford. Uh, producing the show for this week. He's done a great job over the last month. has been Brad Whisker. Brad will have NHL today for us as well at 1220. You can reach out to Brad at producer Brad W. And we are uh, soon going to be announcing Brendan Escott's Twitter account as well as he uh, gets rolling on the show. I mentioned Elliot will do uh, tomorrow's show with us every Tuesday in Oilers Now for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta and the 7,000 men and women that work in the horse racing industry. It is uh, Stoffer Inspector for Oilers Now. Well, uh, hey, just wanted to put a shout out at this time for everybody in Red Deer. I- I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a big fan of that community, always have been. Uh, met some great people down there. Cam Moon is one of my favorite media personalities uh, that we've come across over the years, uh, mainly because he puts up with me. But uh, no, terrific guy. Uh, Brent Sutter down there in uh, Red Deer. The Oilers had an event. There's some uh, real, uh, the old term used to be back in the day, movers and shakers. But uh, I would say that uh, today, Today, uh, the term is there's some tremendous relationship builders um, in uh, Red Deer that we've got to know uh, of late. And uh, so Terry and Al and guys like that really helped us out. And I had lots of people come up to us last night for the Oilers rookie game against the Flames rookie game, which did not go super well for the Oilers rookies. And we'll have some comments on some of the players in a second. But uh, the Oilers hosted an event down there yesterday. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was one of the guys that was there. Along with Peter Shirelli, Bob Nicholson, John Shannon, Jack Michaels, cast of thousands, Brent Sutter as well. We uh, walked into the uh, room immediately following the conclusion of the formal part of that event and had Ryan Nugent Hopkins uh, join us on Orders Now. And I know you're going to want to hear this clip on Nugent playing wing with Connor McDavid. Summer's kind of the time to work on your game. And um, so I, I, I don't know if I'm going to play with them all year. I, I think I might see a little bit of time with them to start and see how it goes. But uh, because of that, I definitely uh, worked on some uh, uh, stuff on the wall, some uh, some winger, more more winger-like uh, situations. So that was something that I uh, didn't like about my game when I went on the wing is handling the pinches, handling the rims and stuff like that. So something that I did work on, and uh, I got to keep working on it. But um, if if I do play there, at least uh, now I have some experience uh, from last season and at the World Championships, I played with him on the wing. So um, getting used to it now, and it's uh, it's. I mean, he makes it pretty easy, so it's uh, it's fun. All right, that's uh, Ryan Nugent-Hopkins, who uh, had a pretty good campaign last year. 24 goals, 48 points in 62 games. I think if he plays 60 games with McDavid this year and is on the first unit power play because he's been bumped off that unit at times over the last two or three seasons. If he's healthy for the year, I could see, you know, Nuge having a career high in points, which would be above 56. That would be a given. Uh, You know, I think I sort of conservatively guesstimated him at about 61 or 62 points this year. A lot of you didn't like that, thought that was a little low. Um, one of the questions I asked RNH was, how, do, how challenging is it to not defer too much to the generational star that is Connor McDavid. That's a very important thing. Is uh, you can't stop playing your game just because you're playing with Connor. And um, I think the first couple games I played with him, I did that a little bit too much. I was always looking for him. I was always kind of playing off of him. But when I just started to just get back and play how I play, uh, we just gelled really, really well together. And um, we, we see the game similar. He, he's obviously a once in a lifetime player. He does things nobody can do. But uh, as far as seeing 
in the game. I think we can read off each other really well. So as long as I go out there and uh, and just and play how I play, we're going to get opportunities, and uh, I'm going to be able to find him, and he's going to find me. That's Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Now, Connor McDavid has just uh, wrapped up his media availability down at Rogers Place. Reed Wilkins, part of our Oilers Radio Network team, was kind enough to send us back a little bit of audio. And uh, McDavid had this to say on the Oilers being posed to be better uh, than they were, uh, uh, to be poised to be better than they were last year. I'd say the commitment is uh, as high as I've ever seen it. Um, I've just been talking with the guys a little bit over the summer, uh, even how we left things uh, at the end of the year and, and just seeing how guys have come into camp and you know, the, the week or two leading up to camp, you can just really feel um, you know, the group, uh, how motivated we are, um, how motivated everyone is to, to get the season rolling and, and get the ball rolling in the right way. Well, uh, I think the Oilers, uh, some players maybe had a bit of an epiphany by the middle towards the end of late last season. That was a very uh, difficult and challenging year from a professional perspective, uh, a personal perspective for some of the players, like a guy like Adam Larson, who, uh, you know, saw his father uh, pass away with heart-related complications when he came to Edmonton. Uh, but the team was a massive disappointment last year, and I know a lot of guys were embarrassed by how things ended up, and they know they've got more juice in the room than that. And it's up to them to prove that they're far better than their end result last season. Yesterday, Craig Simpson uh, from NHL Hockey and Rogers. We have uh, both halves of the Hockey Night in Canada uh, tandems in terms of their top uh, two analysts. Uh, Louis DeRuss coming up later on today. But Craig Simpson had some interesting comments in some of the Oilers' off-season moves, including the additions of the likes of Brodziak and Tobias Reeder, which can change the complexion of the penalty-killing options, and uh, uh, maybe how less can be more. Well, I don't think they're overly surprising. I, I don't think anybody really felt they were in a position to be uh, going gangbusters on free agency. Uh, they're in that precarious time where you have to be salary cap conscious. You have to uh, pick and choose guys that hopefully will fill a role, but also fill it at a, at a certain number. So, you know, at least you've got uh, Kyle's a good pro. He's a right-handed shot. I think that's something that is of value. He can kill penalties, hopefully uh, at a high level still. And, you know, the other guys, you, you look at readers, one who is like so many uh, younger guys, he He's in that key time of his career where you got to show that you're a player, show that you can be consistent. And if nothing else, you've, you've at least brought in a guy that has some speed and should be motivated. All right, that is uh, Craig Simpson from NHL Hockey on Rogers. All right, so... Uh there's other news of the day that involves Darnell Nurse. Uh, John Shannon has put out, and I know that there were people kind enough as Jack Michaels and myself uh, drove through the snow last night after the game from Red Deer to get back into Edmonton. There were people uh, tweeting at us saying, hey, they just spotted uh, Darnell Nurse at the airport. John Shannon has mentioned that Darnell Nurse has flown back to uh, uh, Toronto. Uh, now, a month ago, if you had told me that Nurse wouldn't have been here for the start of the training camp, I, I would have said nah, 80-20, 90-10, and that I would disagree. Uh, but ultimately, uh, you know, I'm going to move the uh, goalposts a bit and say it's my expectation when the hockey team flies to Germany uh, that Darnell Nurse is going to be on that plane and ready to play an exhibition game against uh, Leon Dreisaitl's father, Peter Dreisaitl, and the Cologne Sharks, and then get into uh, uh, the regular season action to open up with in Gothenburg. So that's how the shift that's going to occur here. Um, for those that this is a, this is a bit of a dance, and it's a dance done with, uh, unfortunately, for nurses camp without arbitration rights, which means the Oilers hold the hammer in this situation. And, you know, hey, 
you have uh, full bore to criticize Edmonton for their failures over the last decade plus. I get that. But many of you have uh, suggested the orders have been too easy in contract negotiations. I can tell you, as an Edmontonian growing up, throughout, uh, certainly in my 30s, one of my frustrations was after the demise of maybe the greatest Oilers dynasty of all time, uh, or the greatest hockey dynasty of all time, in large part because of Peter Pocklington's finances and the financial challenges, I had no problem with the Oilers giving contracts to Taylor Hall, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Jordan Everly, uh, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. In this situation, it's a little bit different, and uh, Nurse, to me, is a little less proven in terms of what the offensive upside is in his game, and it's incumbent upon the Oilers to try to stay as firm as possible. That said, don't ever think for a second that people that are in that organization don't value what Darnell Nurse brings and where he can go during the course of his career. So we'll leave it at about that. So there you go. What I'm saying, I expect Nurse in the lineup at the start of the regular season. I know there's a bridge to gap, and I might prove to be wrong. But I expect, I think Darnell values what he needs to get accomplished in Edmonton. And uh, two years ago, I looked at Darnell in the room and looked at Connor and Leon and said, you guys are going to be the long-term core of this hockey team, you three players. And I'm going to stand by that, okay, for what it's worth. I might not know anything. Last night down in Red Deer, Oilers rookie game. Very quick uh, synopsis on that front. Uh, Oilers needed better goaltending. Then they got in the two games against the uh, Flames rookies. I think that's a fair assessment. Um, in terms of the guys that played last night, Ryan McLeod had jump. Uh, certainly over the course of three games, there's something there at McLeod. He can skate. Again, I've compared him to an Eric Halla type of player. Eric Hollis turned out to be a pretty useful NHL player. Uh, for sure, a middle six forward for me for Ryan McLeod, the guy hopefully that can play center and give the Oilers some speed down the middle. they got another guy that's got a fair amount of speed down the middle and who uh, might even be faster this year than he was last year, which is almost inconceivable to believe. Um so McLeod was good up front. Uh, Evan Poli had some good moments. Yamamoto started good but became kind of a non-factor as the game wore on. Some of the NCAA swings that the Oilers took with older players, 23-24, I think some of those guys would have liked a little bit more juice. Uh, defensively, Ethan Bear had some challenges at times. It was a fr- He couldn't buy a break. He'd go and clear the pocket, hit a skate, it hit a glove that was discarded on the ice. Uh, the Oilers showed a little bit of uh, pick-me-up, but uh, ultimately lost 6-3 to Calgary. Dylan Dubé was fantastic. Uh, reminded me a bit of a left-handed shooting version of Braden Point. And before all of you, oh, Braden Point's like an established star. Nobody thought Braden Point, when he went to Tampa Bay's camp a couple years ago, was going to turn out to be as dynamic of a player as he has been. So there you go. Because we missed the game last night, I didn't get to see the thing from Humboldt that TSN did. I watched a lot of the coverage of it afterwards. I'm not surprised that it did a tremendous job on it. Um, The whole Humboldt situation, for those of us that are parents, uh, you know, the hearts go out on a nonstop basis to the families that are affected. And there's several families in the Edmonton region uh, that clearly, uh, you know, uh, hey, they lost children, which is the toughest thing. So that is uh, that was hard to watch, and I and I know some people that watched it wall to wall, and TSN did a ter- terrific job of it. And again, I only saw snippets, so I did want to mention um, on that front, give them some kudos because they really owned 
uh, that event. And uh, from what I could tell, it was very, cla- uh, you know, done with a lot of class involving the, the Broncos organization as well. Uh, longtime Oilers employee, Sheila McCaskill, passed away today. She worked for the Oilers for 25 years, from 1979 to uh, two. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 2004. Our hearts go out to uh, Sheila's daughter, Kathleen, and son, Tommy. We'll go to break. Sleep tonight. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's 1223 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Again, Louis DeBrus coming up at 1235 today, 105 Elmay, 135 John Shannon, who's banging off sit-down interviews uh, this morning with Peter Shirelli and Todd McClellan. We are going to bring Brad Whisker in. Uh, time now for NHL Today for Drew Shamahorn's group over at Elite uh, Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. You're gonna, are, you, are you updating your Twitter account as we speak? Because it looks like, Brad, they're closing in on a deal here between San Jose and the Ottawa Senators for Eric Carlson. Yeah, it's a minute-by-minute basis right now, Bob. It sounds like players in San Jose are being informed of a trade to Ottawa. Who that is and who that may involve, we don't know, but by all accounts, it sounds like this trade for Eric Carlson will happen before the end of this show, so we'll get some insight from John Shannon later on. I'll make a prediction right now. The Okay, so they've got Brent Burns signed and they've got Mark Edward Vlasic. There's no way either of those two guys are going in this deal. My prediction is that Justin Braun is going to be a part of the deal just because they're going to need to move some money back, and they've got Florida's first-round draft choice as right. part of the Hoffman trade, ironically enough, in that three-way <laughs> deal. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to guess that Braun and a number one are included in the deal. And you got to assume some sort, some form of prospect. Right. We, we but they don't have a lot of good ones. They, they don't, and that uh, speaks volumes and, of the trades they've made in the past. Yes, and I want to qualify that by saying that they, they, they've not drafted high because they've had a really good team for a number of years. They've been an organization that's targeted a lot of undrafted 20-year-olds and taking chances on some guys and turn some guys into players as well in their minor league system. They've been competitive for a while. But could you imagine... Burns and Carlson on the same power play unit? Burns, Carlson, you throw in Couture, yeah. Kane, yeah. and Thornton in the middle, or Pavelski. Yeah, Pavelski's going to be on that first power play. Holy unit. smokes. Yeah, that'd be a good power play unit. Yeah, that'd be a big time power play unit. So we're, we're waiting for the other shoe to drop here at some point. All right, let's yeah. get to the other news of the day. Yeah, that being said, the reason why Ottawa's so active today is they obviously want to get rid of Carlson prior to the first day of on ice training camp. With that said, training camp is opening across the league. It's medicals and fitness testing for the Oilers. 62 players attending camp, 36 forwards, 19 defenders defensemen, seven goalies. The first preseason game Monday in Calgary, then in Vancouver the following night, before returning home for their first preseason game a week from today. Preseason wraps up October 3rd. They open the season in Europe on October 6th against New Jersey. The Dallas Stars have locked up Tyler Sagan to an eight-year deal with an annual average value of $9.85 million. The 26-year-old had 40 goals and 32 assists, playing in all 82 games last season. 
Nashville Predators forward Austin Watson has been suspended without pay for the entire preseason and the first 27 games of the regular season for domestic abuse. Watson pleaded no contest in July to domestic assault stemming from an incident back in June. He will be eligible to return to the lineup on December 3rd. Toronto Maple Leafs general manager Kyle Dubas recently said the team will start the season without a captain. Today head coach Mike Babcock confirmed this year's leadership group or those that will wear an A on their sweater will be Morgan Riley, Patrick Marlowe and the newest member of the Toronto Maple Leafs, John Tavares. The Ottawa Senators will open training camp without forward Marion Gabarik. The 36-year-old underwent surgery to repair a herniated disc in April. Gabarik, of course, part of the package sent to Ottawa in exchange for Dion Phaneuf, who went to the LA Kings. Alright, so again, uh, the tra- apparently the trade call has occurred. They don't have the trade yet. Just ha- making a guess here. Uh, the San Jose Sharks do not have a 2019 number one. They gave that up in the Vander Creighton trade. They do have Florida's number one from 2020. I believe that'll be uh, there. There's going to be a number one going. You got to think of it. And and then the other part of it is they're going to need to shave some money. The Sharks. And the other thing is Ottawa is going to have to get the floor. They can't because if they end up moving Stoner to Shane as well. So I'm going to say, Justin, I mean, to have a $3.8 million right shot defenseman who's really a second pairing guy of four or five, you got to figure they're giving up at least one contracted player back. So my guess is it's going to be Justin Braun. Yeah, 3.8 this year, 3.8 next year. He's 31 years old, full no movement. He doesn't have a no movement clause or anything like that. He'd be behind CeCe as the number one right D shot. It's a pretty nice one-two punch there. Yeah. Uh, 12.28, by the time we get back, we might have the trade. Who knows? Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.